ദൈവനാമത്തിന് മഹത്വമുണ്ടാകുമാറാകട്ടെ Thank you so much for coming this evening and I bring greetings from India from the churches as well as from my family and thank you so much for sending your pastor pastor Jacob Elward as well as brother Eric and we had a such a blessed time and I can tell you your pastor is a good preacher he preached very well and I translated for him in everywhere we went and it was such a joy to translate for uh, pastor jacob elwood uh for me i wish he could translate for me right now uh so i can speak in my language um i really thank you uh for your prayers and support for the ministry in india and because of your prayers and support the ministry still going great and strong and again i thank you for your and you know, i like sometimes you send cards as well as uh, for our you know, anniversary time and birthdays and your wishes and we thank you for that and also this time when i came to america and you know, like uh, i had uh, pastor jacob elwood to come and pick me up from the airport as he has mentioned that I have uh uh like few reasons why I am here in this time. One is to renew my Michigan license. So it is actually expired in May. So I don't want to be long time in India and come back here and write an exam and go through you know driving tests and everything. So uh in India we drive differently so when I come here I can drive here but I may not be able to keep all the laws so I may fail it so I made sure that I don't I want to come and renew it and I came to Michigan and I came to New York on uh Monday and Tuesday last Tuesday I came uh to uh to Michigan and passport came and picked me up from the airport and we straight went to the secretary of state and we reached there around 4:15 and i was uh we took the token and uh, able to do my drivers you know renewal about uh, in the 5 o'clock and i got it last friday the real one so i have it uh, now the michigan license in my pocket so i can go with that one but i cannot drive with that one in india i have another license for india and also pastor has mentioned that i have to renew my uh, green card uh i am an immigrant to united states that means uh, i am a permanent resident here i can work here and become a citizen my wife sophie and children they are american citizens uh but in my case i am a permanent resident so as a permanent resident i supposed to stay here but uh because of the missionary work i am staying in india but the rule is i have to come every every year to renew my permanent residency or here in in the states otherwise i will lose my status i cannot uh, i may not be able to get a visa to come over here so at the same time what i did last few years whenever i come maybe i stay here for few weeks this time only two sundays 
I, I was away from my uh, church in India. Uh, so I, 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 then I visit uh, some of the churches and give a report what we are doing in India. So it's a furlough. I make it a furlough trip. So uh, in that way, I don't need to take a longer period of furlough so I can make it short and go. This time, I visited four churches in these two Sundays. So that was a great blessing. I was uh, here in the city and I came that Wednesday, then went to uh, Illinois, Geneva, Illinois on Sunday. Uh, then from there to, I went to Indianapolis, Indiana for Baptist World Mission annual meeting. That is another thing that we have to, as a missionary, we have to attend uh, those meetings uh, once in every six years. So I was able to attend that one and be, meet with the board, and that went very well. So I was there for uh, Sunday through Sunday evening through uh, Wednesday evening, Wednesday night, and um, that conference was done. Then Thursday came back to Detroit, so I was able to attend a conference on preaching. So it was a great blessing for me. You know, I could see all my you know, colleagues, those who studied with me at the seminary, as well as the pastors. So it was such a blessing to see everyone. Then on Friday afternoon, I went to Canada because my brother lives in Toronto right now. So in Brampton, Toronto. So I want to see him. He came about a year, year and a half ago, uh, so they're very fresh. He's an immigrant with his family in Toronto, so I drove over there and uh, I saw them Friday night and Saturday. Then Sunday early morning, to this morning, I came from Toronto and I was in Macomb Baptist Church this morning service, and I'm here. Um, and... I <laughs> And I really thank you, Pastor Elwood, for giving his, his car. So I was, you know, driving with his car all over these places. I think I put almost 1,800 miles in that car. So, but uh, God is good, and He's uh, He kept all these ways. And uh, I didn't, you know, my GPS only worked here in the U.S. So when I went to Canada, my GPS doesn't work. My phone doesn't work. So. But I had a printout of uh, everything, so no problem. I was able to find out his house and able to see him, uh, see his family and be with him. And I pray he is a believer and uh, prayed with him. And uh, it is a great rejoice for me to see my brother, uh, my younger brother there in Toronto. And tomorrow afternoon I'll be going back to New York and as well as on Wednesday night. I have a family in New York. I'll be staying with them for a, a couple of days. That means uh, Tuesday and Wednesday night I'll be going back to India and I will reach there, Lord willing, on Friday morning, early morning. Then Friday evening for the cottage meeting I will see my believers because most of the believers will come for the Friday evening cottage meeting. We have this cottage meeting. Uh, uh, it is rotated from house to house. Uh, so every Friday we have and with the Fellowship Baptist Church, we have about, uh, 100, uh, about 100 members, 130 members in that church. Average attendance on Sunday morning is about 80 to 90. Uh, but almost 70 to 75 people will come for this cottage meeting on Friday evening. It starts at 7.30 and ends by 8.30, 8.45. 
and um, of course you can think about you know they are coming to a house for this meeting uh, have you have you one of those meetings and uh, uh, we will be packed you know we will be sitting in their living room in their bedroom and kitchen or most of the ladies will be sitting in their kitchen and i'll be preaching maybe i will see 15 of the people in front of me rest of them will be in different rooms and they will be still hearing the preaching and that is a great blessing for us and it is from house to house every week it's changed so every believers will every will be come to every one of every one of our believers houses so it was such a blessing and um, we sometime make that uh, uh, meetings to use for the gospel ministry so when we go this particular believers house what they will do is they will invite uh, their neighbors as well as their uh, relatives for this prayer meeting cottage meeting and uh, i will get a chance to preach to them uh, uh, about christ and uh, about Uh, salvation and things like that so it's an uh, opening uh, for me uh, to preach the gospel and um, i i know i that's what i want to make it so uh, friday early morning i'll be there then friday by night i'll see, get to see all of my believers and i'm looking forward to that and thank you again uh, for your prayers uh, as you have seen in our video uh, presentation there are a lot of things really god bless the ministry i pastor a church called fellowship baptist church and your pastor uh, was able to preach in that church and um, uh, that church is the largest church with our church planting ministries uh, still uh, we all these churches planted in different parts of kerala uh, in our state but at the same time we have a close fellowship like i i will have all the uh, all these pastors every uh, uh first uh, i mean three times in a month so i will have them uh, for a prayer the beginning of the month then in the middle of the month we will have a pastors class so i will train them i get a chance to teach them train them teach the you know uh, some are not uh, clear i mean i had to teach them uh the systematic theology uh, as well as some other pastoral care and things like that then another time we meet together is for the uh going knocking on the doors so all these pastors maybe 15 maybe 18 of them will come and uh, we'll go for house to house visitation knocking on the doors distributing tracts and things like that so i i see these pastors those who those who are working with us in these churches and planted churches and we have a close fellowship uh, with them also and again we every second saturday of the month we meet together all these churches not everybody could not come but maybe 100 and 120 130 uh, believers will come in one church uh, and that also now rotate from church to church so one second saturday will be in fellowship baptist church and the next second saturday will be in uh, uh bedel baptist church in kodamangalam or in another church in uh, uh, in different places we don't have any ambassador baptist church maybe next church we will come and we'll name them ambassador baptist church uh, we have gilgal baptist church uh, fellowship faith baptist church calvary baptist church um, uh, then uh, we name bible baptist church those are 
churches we planned in different places uh, so um, we uh, have this second Saturday meeting in different churches so last second Saturday they had a about 120 people in my absence actually I was here the second Saturday but that meeting went very well uh, the church people cooked uh, um, uh, chicken curry and rice uh, for everyone and uh, it was a nice fellowship as well as a fasting and prayer time starts at uh, uh, 10 o'clock and goes up to 1 o'clock and they will have fellowship then about 2 o'clock everybody will be dispersed and go back to uh, their respected place take some time uh, hour to drive to come to those meetings but um, we see everyone will come they are eager to hear uh, the preaching our Sunday morning services actually we start 9.30 uh, to 10.30 for our Sunday school then 10.30 uh, to whenever we are done that is our service time most probably will be done by 1 o'clock so 10.30 to 1 o'clock is our service and uh, no, nobody complains about it and everybody will love to be there and you know by 1.30, 1, 2 o'clock everybody will go back home. So you know they spend all day in the church and uh, uh, it's a fellowship that is what we need. And uh, what I did not mention in our DVD presentation, uh, one great blessing that uh, we have is Fellowship Baptist Church which I pastor now we are sending what you what we are doing what you are doing in your church we are sending missionaries we have a missionary his name is Jacob Mani he went to northern part of India the state called Bihar so he is actually supported by Fellowship Baptist Church Putankuris where I pastor and fully supported from that church and uh, I don't want I want that church to take care of him and they are taking care of him every month. They send uh, their support to this uh, missionary, uh, Pastor Jacob Mani, in the state of called Bihar. And you have to pray for this pastor, Jacob Mani. You know, he's, um, uh, you know, when you go to the northern part of India, uh, you see more opposition, more uh, problems and uh, difficulties. And where he is now, you know, he is not known as the missionary there. He is there as a uh, teaching English literacy program. And just now, you know, he went there, started a literacy program. Uh, right now, uh, uh, you know, it's almost a year now he is there. And about three months back, uh, some of the, uh, uh, I mean, parents of these students that he is teaching English came and asked him to start a school. So right now we have a small school, but we have 40 students. And maybe half of the size of a thatched roof building they gave to us freely uh, to have a school. So he is just uh, there, you know, running a school. Uh, at the same time, he is getting these students. And he named that school as a um, Paradise English Medium School. And he has a church. Uh, but no uh, adults come to that church. Only these kids come. And he is teaching them Bible verses, praying with them, and uh, preaching to them, singing some choruses. So that is what he is doing. It, And he is trying to make a, a close relationship with uh, these kids' parents so he will have an access to them. Because they, in those places, no Christian 
preachers went over that place and uh, some of them never heard the name Jesus. And they heard it, but they don't know who he is. So it's an eye-opening place. Uh, my One of my assistant pastors in fellowship, you may remember, Jomi, he will be going over there right after I reach uh, India this time. He will be going over there to see the ministry end of this month. And um, please pray. Uh, he is in a, a, like a, even though he is in same country of India, but it is a very difficult place, a very dangerous place. And he and his family and two young uh, small uh, girls are there with them. And also uh, uh, he he is there. And many people came and questioned him, "Why are you here?" And he said that I am here because I want to. Uh, uh, teach English. That is that is what I am here. So he, you, know, you go some sometime. We send the missionaries to China, and they are there to teach English. That is a exactly thing that uh, he is doing uh, there in in the state of Bihar. Please pray for him. When you remember, his name is Jacob Mani. Sent out from our church. I married them, young couple, and they have the heart for the Lord. And um, we thank you so much for your prayers. I uh, just wanted to turn your attention to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Of course, when missionaries come, you know, one thing they always ask to pray. You know, that is what we can see in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Uh, if you read it from verses 1 through 5, I'm going to read it verses 1 through 3. Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Here we can see that Apostle Paul is asking Thessalonian believers to pray for him. Prayer is the one of the greatest privilege that we have as a Christian. People outside of Christ can only meditate, but we can talk to God, knowing He is there, listening loving, etc. And he answers our prayer. So, it is the greatest privilege as a Christian that we have. We can pray to a living God even though we don't see him. But he is in our midst where two or three gather together in my name. I am in their midst. And also, he is listening. And he knew what we are going to pray. And he knows our prayers. But outside of Christ, no one can really pray. Even though we see all the religious people go and pray. But we know that their prayer is nothing but just a bunch of some words. But as a believer, we can pray. And I count that is the greatest privilege as a believer we have. But 
my question will be this do we take that privilege seriously do we talk to god yes we 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 pray but we take it that as a serious matter and we can see that here in apostle paul as a missionary he is asking the thessalonian believers to pray in our text paul said pray for us and if you read the, those verses we can see that what are we to pray about and very clearly on those uh, of those verses we can see that first of all pray for the spreading of the message you know as a as a missionary when i come to ambassador baptist church for your missionary and i have a, i have some greatest news to report to you but at the same time i will make a continuous plea with you that pray for the spreading of the message that is what we see in verse 1 and also we can see in verse 2 pray for the deliverance from evil people and i put it in verses 3 4 and 5 pray for the strengthening of god's spirit so let me come to the the first verse pray for the spreading of the message writing from the carnal city of corinth to the thessalonian sports board and focused on two items prayer for the successful ministry in corinth and a helpful reminder that the lord was faithful and in control the believers at thessalonica if you study carefully we can see that they were suffering severe persecution and all kinds of trouble this was one of the reasons paul was writing to the church to comfort and to encourage them and to continue on for christ but remember paul was in corinth and he too was suffering all kinds of trouble including persecution he needed the presence and power of the lord as much as anyone if you go to acts chapter 18 i don't want to turn there we can see that the specific trouble at corinth was persecution the jewish religionists attacked paul and dragged him before the civil authorities the point is this paul apostle paul needed prayer he needed believers everywhere praying for him <clears throat> but not what it was he requested it is very interesting <clears throat> he did not ask prayers for comfort he did not ask prayers for personal needs he did not ask for prayers for god to take him away from corinth and to put open up a new ministry elsewhere paul's focus was not selfish not at all his whole focus was upon the spread and success of the gospel that's what we can see in verse 1 of chapter 3 <clears throat> let me read it again finally brethren pray for us that the word of the lord may have free course of course we can see that the front line 
of God's work in this dispensation is the preaching of God's word. Other things have their places, but they cannot have the first place. Paul's desire to see the word spread rapidly may have free course. That is, that means spread rapidly and be glorified. You know, that is exactly what I have to do in the country of India. Even though we have so many programs, but the main focus is to preaching of God's word. And I thank the Lord for the education I had with the Detroit Baptist Theological Seminary. And I thank the Lord for all my professors. And I had a chance to have some classes with the Pastor Jacob Elwood. And I, un I fully understood in this dispensation, as Apostle Paul mentioned, the front line of God's work is the preaching of God's word. So we have to preach the word. Of course, we know that Apostle Paul mentioned faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the preaching of God's word. And we have to preach. And again here he mentioned that free course, that means to run or spread rapidly, means that he wants it swiftly advance its mission. The apostle regularly requested prayer for the progress of the gospel. If the word is to obtain its victory, then prayer is essential. That is what Apostle Paul is telling. Prayer for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified. And I have to pause there and be glorified. How that happens? You know, you have to pray that the word of the Lord may have free course or spread rapidly and be glorified. How that happens? That means souls would be saved and lives changed. People, people would be freed from sin and its enslavement, from guilty conscience, from immoral and evil behavior. And they, you know, they receive the word and they become a new creature. And they come to the church. And what are they doing? They want to glorify God. That's what Apostle Paul mentioned here. And be glorified. And again we can see just as it is with you. And we can see in First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13. How it was with the Thessalonian believers. In Acts chapter 13, I will just quote that verse in verse 48. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and be glorified the word of the Lord. And as many were ordained to eternal life, believed. So here it is mentioned. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and they received the word and glorified the word of the Lord. And I can see that the same thing in India. Same thing here. When you preach the word, people receive it by the, by the grace of God as well as the work of the Holy Spirit. 
and they come to faith and get saved and be glorified his name i mean they glorify their god the living god and again in verse 2 we can see that and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith so first of all we saw that pray for the spreading spread our uh, pray for the spreading of the message and secondly we can see that pray for the deliverance from evil people that means prayer for the safety of your missionaries that is what apostle paul is asking them and that we may be delivered and from uh, from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith and the question is why would people want to attack a person who preaches and teaches that god loves the world and that he has provided the way for men to escape death and to live forever forever you know we are preaching the good news that is the gospel but people want to attack the person why answer is right here because a reasonable and honest person would never oppose or attack a person who was preaching and teaching this message but not in this verse verse 2 not all people are reasonable and good as scripture says all person do not have faith that is what we read in verse 2 from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith now god paul requested this prayer to the thessalonian believers as well as to the corin and he was requesting uh, this again we can see in uh, to the roman uh, romans and paul you know we can see that um, in acts chapter 21 verses 30 to 33 record god's answers to the prayer request given by paul to the thessalonians and romans in answer to prayer god rescue paul from the mob from the sanhedrin and ha- has paul's nephew over her hear the p- uh, plot against paul's life we can see the history that in acts chapter 21 and also as acts chapter 23 so god answers those prayers you know paul was in a dangerous situation but he uh, he requested to the thessalonian believers as well as the believers in rome and they prayed for him and god in many times rescued paul from these unreasonable and wicked men so as a missionary i can bring forth the same request today this evening pray for us that we may be delivered from evil people again pray for the strengthening of god's spirit as we sang this evening you know we need that one the strengthening of god's spirit i cannot do that the ministry there with my power or my might i need the power from the lord power of the holy spirit the resurrection power so we can i i don't want to explain those verses uh, in verse 3 through 5 even though he is talking to a thessalonian believers but the lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil and we have confidence in the lord touching you that he both do and will do the things which we command you and the lord direct your hearts into the love of god 
and into the patient waiting for Christ. So the Lord's faithfulness to the believer that we can see here. That the Lord will establish the believer and keep him from evil. And the Lord will motivate the believer to keep his commandment. And the Lord directs the believer's heart into the love of God. And finally we can see in verse 5, the Lord directs the believers to patiently wait for Christ returns. Return. So, this evening, this is the same request I have for the believers here in Ambassador Baptist Church. Pray for us. Pray, pray, and pray. And thank you for your prayers. The more we pray, the more we will serve, the more we will preach and teach and be protected from evil. May the Lord be with you and God help us as we go this evening so that we will be burdened to pray for each other, pray for the missionaries and pray for the spreading of the God's word as well as from the, for the protection of the God's people. Thank you very much. Thank you for this opportunity. Pastor, come forward and please call close.